Welcome to the Happiness Podcast. I'm Dr. Robert Puff. If we've lived long enough, we know that sooner or later, things happen to people, perhaps even in ourselves, that are just hard to explain. They're challenging, they're difficult, and they're just hard. And when these things happen, there's a question that we often ask ourselves. And it's a good question, but it may not be the best question. The question we ask ourselves is, why is this happening to me? I think it's a good question because it does address the fact that something's going wrong and we're not happy about that. And I think it's important that we don't suppress our feelings. We don't deny that everything's fine when it isn't because sometimes things happen to us and they are just very challenging. Perhaps right now, We got the cancer scare, and we've learned that we have cancer. Perhaps right now, someone we deeply love is in a coma or is dying. At the time of this recording, the coronavirus has created a lot of fear in the world, and the stock market in the U.S. has dropped more than it's ever dropped in history. And perhaps this is affecting our plans for retirement or so many other things. So life happens. And sometimes things happen to us that are very challenging, that are just hard. And we do wonder, why is this happening to us? And though it's a good question, in the long run, it may not be the most helpful question. Because I think it can lead to things that lead us to despair or anger or just a sense that life isn't fair and I don't understand it and I don't like it. That part's okay. When life is unfair, we really don't like it. We None of us do. But what we want to do, if we want to live a happy life, is find solutions to what's happening to us and not get stuck in the quagmire of despair. Because what happens with life is, life doesn't guarantee that things are going to go a certain way or that it's always going to be a smooth ride. Sometimes it doesn't go down the path that we want it to. Thus, we ask the question, why is this happening to me? And I actually do think it's a good question because it allows us to tap into our feelings, our feeling of anger, upsetness, perhaps sadness, and express them and really let them out. Because when things happen, let's say someone we deeply love, like our spouse, decides to divorce us or dies. That is very sad. It is very upsetting. And it can even make us angry. I think it's healthy to express those feelings and let them out. Children do it all the time. When they're upset, they share their feelings. But then they go back to playing. And that's the key. It isn't that it's wrong to say, why is this happening to me? But it's more important to say, next, what can I learn from this? so that I can go forward and make sure that I learn things and grow from this experience instead of give up and stay stuck in this awful feeling for the rest of my life. We all know people like that, that have tragedy that hits them and then they're stuck for the rest of their lives and they just never pull out of it. But we also know people that have gone through horrific experiences 
and come out of it often for the better. The other day I was watching a YouTube documentary on a man who in his early 20s was coming home and got in an accident and went from 70 miles per hour to zero after hitting a pole immediately. And though he wasn't able to ever use his legs again and is a wheelchair, you can see 30 years later that he truly has had a beautiful life and is doing so many things to make sure that this tragedy didn't become something that stuck with him, but more something that he turned into what I would describe as just a beautiful life. We all know stories like that. Someone that's lost their spouse, and then they met someone else that they loved even more. Someone who didn't get their dream, perhaps of getting into college, or going to medical school, or whatever it may be. But they found something else that they could do that was even better. Someone whose finances would change because of the economics in the world. And yet, they found that even with these changes, they were able to adjust and live a beautiful life. Even with these challenges, we can always do that. But the key is, after we've, in a sense, expressed our feelings that this isn't fair, why is this happening to me? Then we have to take that deep breath and say, okay, I've let my feelings out and now it's time to turn this, what appears to be unfair, into something that I can work with, that's something I can manage. And not only that, there probably are lessons here for me to learn. Because if I am struggling with this, then I must have some attachments or things that I expected to have happen. And these attachments are causing me to suffer. Because it's from our attachments that we suffer. Our attachments are these things that we think this is the way it ought to go. This is what ought to happen. But life has never worked that way. It just doesn't always go the way we think it should. And because of that, the less we're attached to things, the more we flow with life. And the more we flow with life, the better life goes. It isn't that we can't work towards things. It isn't that we can't make improvements. It's just that when life doesn't go the way we wanted it to, or the way we expected it to, or sometimes life happens and the events that came we really couldn't anticipate. And now, after we express our feelings, we have to say, okay, how do I make this work? How do I make this so I can turn this into something that isn't a bad thing, but something that I can work with? And I know it may be hard, and I know it may be challenging, but I'm not going to let it destroy my life. Instead, I'm going to choose to turn it into something good, something that works for me for the rest of my life. And that's the key. See, we can't really control many things in life. We can do our best, but even when we do our best, life sometimes says, nope, that's not the way it's going to go. And when that happens, what we can't control is our response to what's happened. We can choose to go down the path of despair. We can give up. Or we can say, no, I know I can turn this into something better, perhaps even beautiful. I believe we can. It's work. It's effort. It's a lot of letting go. 
I mean, particularly when the really big ones come. When we love someone and they go away, that can be incredibly hard. I mean, hard to the point where we just don't want to live. Or when we have a physical ailment that really is causing us to suffer, it can be quite challenging. And yet, we have had times where we have had loss and been okay. Or we've known people who's, who have had horrific loss. And yet today, they're a beacon of joy and happiness. There are people out there like that. They're not pretending. They really have been able to find joy even with the tragedies of life. So in life, we are going to have events that happen. And what we have to ask ourselves is, are we going to get stuck in what I call the suffering questions, like, why is this happening to me? This will almost always be our first knee-jerk response. We don't like this. This isn't fair. Why is this happening to me? It's very natural. It's very common. But then we have to ask the next question is, what can I learn from this? How can I grow from this? How can I turn this into something better, perhaps even beautiful? Those are the growth questions. And that's where we want to head. After the initial shock, anger, sadness has run its course, then we move towards growth and turning our lives into something beautiful. We can always do this even though it's very challenging. But the truth of it is, it's also incredibly challenging to live a life of despair. But we don't have to. What we have to do is realize that in life, there's a lot of external things that we just can't control. There are just so many factors that affect what happens to us. Other people's behavior, events, out of our control, events that are happening in the world that are out of our control. But the one thing that we do have control over is our response to these events. Because that's the real thing that we can control. That's where we put our energy towards, trying to come up with solutions in our heart, in our minds, that make it so we can say, okay, this has happened. This is what I'm going to do to make sure I turn this into something beautiful, that I'm not going to get stuck. I'll feel my feelings, but I'm not going to get stuck here. If this is what is going to happen, and there's nothing I can do about it after I've tried, then I take a deep breath and say, okay, how do I make this work? We can make anything work when we set our minds to it. That's the beautiful thing about this approach. It really has a solution to any situation. And I do mean any. I don't care what we're facing. As long as one person on the planet has faced what we're facing and has done it well, then we can do it. And of course, people have been facing tragedy throughout history over and over again. And no matter how dark our situation gets, or no matter how dark the world gets, People still shine during these very dark times, and we can too. It's work, it's effort, but it's far better than being stuck in a state of depression or despair. That is, to me, 
far harder. This is an easier path in the sense of we have to just control what we're thinking about it, how we're interacting with it, and being aware that the initial questions of life isn't fair, why is this happening to me? We have to let them go and then ask instead, what can I learn from this? How can I grow from this? How can I turn this into something beautiful? Because we can, but we can also stay stuck. I believe we're listening to this podcast because we want to have a beautiful life. I know it's work. I know it's effort, but it's worth it. And all we have to do is focus far less on what's happening externally and focus far more on flowing with life, accepting life, and loving the life that we're given, no matter what. Because then, whatever happens, we're going to be okay. And more than that, we're going to shine. Thank you for joining me on the Happiness Podcast. If you are finding these episodes helpful, I would love for you to share your experience with others. The easiest way for new people to listen to this podcast is just refer them to www.happinesspodcast.org. That's happinesspodcast.org. Or if you want to do more and leave a review, on that site you'll find a Yelp link, a Google Plus link, a testimonial link, or perhaps even the site you're listening to this podcast on. Often you can leave reviews there too. The reviews are an awesome way to encourage people to start listening to the Happiness Podcast. And until next time, accept what is, love what is. Do you ever wonder why some companies do so well, grow, and just seem to keep coming up with great ideas and keep expanding? While other companies are permeated with negativity, lawsuits, employee turnover, and just overall unhappiness in the workplace. Whichever corporate camp you find yourself in, or somewhere in between, the key to any company's ongoing success is to invest in and help their employees perform at their peak performance. There are very clear and specific things that people can do to perform well at work and in life in general. This is the focus of my podcast, and it's also the focus of my work. Being at the cutting edge of any market is sustained through investment, investment in training employees how to perform well. But sustained growth and productivity requires specific psychological tools in order to continue to perform at peak levels. This is where I can help. I've been studying peak performance for over 30 years now, helping people all over the world. And there are very specific things that have to be maintained in order to sustain this level of performance. When companies invest in their employees, their employees are invested in them. Unfortunately, it's quite common for companies to be doing exceptionally well in the marketplace, but for unknown reasons, key employees make poor choices, leave the company, or start struggling and coping with stress-related illnesses. Companies that do well know their business really well, but human behavior works in mysterious ways unless you've been trained to understand the causes and cures of underperformance. If you're a forward-thinking company, perhaps it's time to think about giving your employees skills that may really help them perform well at work and throughout their lives.
if you work for or manage a company and you're ready to learn the skills in order to survive and thrive in any market, in any conditions, or in life in general, I'd love to help. These are the skills I've learned. These are the ones I'd love to bring to your company. True lasting success has to be seen from a broader perspective, not just monetary. And if you're ready to bring about these changes, that's where I can help. To learn more, go to www.successbeyondyourimagination.com. That's successbeyondyourimagination.com. And whether we're at the doorstep of retirement or have many years to go, may we always be growing and be developing our skills not only as successful employees, but as successful human beings.